What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Backstage with BU. Today on the show, we have an amazing producer who goes by the name of Pilot Kid. Pilot Kid, how are we doing today, man? Doing amazing, bro. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. You know, so I know we got a lot to talk about today, but, you know, let's start off with the basics. You know, tell us where you're from and how you got into music and producing. Um, so I'm from uh, Fresno, California. It's a, it's a like three hours north of Los Angeles. Um, and I've been involved in music pretty much my whole life, like just like since a young age growing up around it. And then I was like a band geek, um, like since sixth grade all the way to high school. So that's really where my like musical taste developed, like being in jazz bands and stuff like that. Um, and I didn't start producing until my senior year because like I couldn't afford a laptop and stuff. And then so for college, I kind of needed a reason to get a laptop. And uh, so I saw, uh, there's a video on YouTube of Nicole making Power Trip on a tour bus. And he has like a MacBook, uh, this very specific MIDI keyboard. It's like an Akai or something like that. And uh, Logic. And I saw that video and I was like, I'm just going to get all that stuff. And if he can make Power Trip, I can do whatever. And then I started doing that. Yeah. That's sick. So how'd you come up with your name, Pilot Kid? Um, so actually, uh, so... I would say one of my biggest influences for sure is Tyler. Like even apart from music, I just like was like, a, like everybody else, bro. I just wanted to be Tyler in high school. Um, but specifically, I think it's track three off of Cherry Bomb Pilot. That song just really resonated with me. And like that long story short, he talks about like always being like in a, in a very good position, but like he's never feels like he's there. Like he says, uh, I'm in first class, but I feel like coach. And like, I always felt like that with music. Like, you, you know, like in music or any creative thing, you're really looking for like the end goal, even though you're somewhere that a lot of people would like kill to be. Um, the whole message of that song really resonated with me. And I just kind of stuck with it. And then kid is because I'm pretty immature. And like, I wanted to incorporate kids somewhere in my name without <laughs> like, like, and Kid Cudi is like one of my biggest influences. So I kind of just mashed them together and, it works. I mean, it rolls off the tongue every now and then. So <laughs> yeah, that's sick yeah. that you took like influences from Tyler and, and Kid Cudi. Yeah, bro. Combined. Yeah. And that's dope that uh that like analogy that you put in the you put into place about like first class and coach and like you're at where you know other people would want to be, but you still want to keep getting better and better, keep improving. Yeah, yeah. Sick. So can you tell us a little bit about your creative process when you're making music? Um, my creative process is really like all over the place, to be honest. I've learned recently to schedule my days and like, cause beat block used to get to me and like, like waiting for inspiration and all this kind of stuff. So now I kind of have like a set routine. I'll wake up in the morning, go for a run, do some meditation, um, read for a little bit. And then like, usually around nine o'clock is when I start my day. And then no matter how I'm feeling, whatever, like I've learned that just sitting down at a consistent time every day the inspiration just comes like, you know, you just like, I've learned not to wait for it and just sit for it and work and then see what happens. Um, but I really do anything for inspiration, to be honest with you. Like that's the biggest obstacle I would say. It's not really an obstacle because like I make music. So it's like, I try not to complain ever about anything, but I would like, you know, if I ever feel stuck, maybe I'll go for a drive around LA, like four or five when the sun's setting and that'll inspire something or I'll go out to the beach or I'll go on a hike. Like I try to take inspiration from everything. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry if that was like a very all over the place answer, but all of that I would say goes into my creative process. You know, it just depends on how I'm feeling that day and what I want to make and what I'm feeling. I try to, I try to use that as kind of like a starting point for what I want to make. 
For sure, man. That's awesome. And so you said you've been doing music for basically your whole life and you've been producing for quite some time now. So, you know, what advice yeah. do you give to, you know, people that want to start producing or, you know, young producers that are, that are already producing making beats and whatnot? What advice would you give to them? I would just say, just stick with it every day, man. Like if every day, just do something, you know what I mean? Like if you really love it and it's always going to be there, no matter what you do, no matter how much money you have, like wherever you are in life, like you're going to make it work and you're always going to go back to music. Even if you get frustrated with music and you put it away for some time and it's not even music, like any creative photographer or whatever, if you like, I know like frustration is a big thing and like, if it's really for you, you're going to come back to it eventually. So just, I would say consistency is the biggest thing. Just every single day, like you getting better at your craft is what's going to motivate you uh, more than anything else. Um, but I would say that just being consistent, like find some times during the day, no matter how long it is, just try to find time every day to do what you love and just work on your craft. Um, and then just really don't worry about anything else. I would say just don't, don't try to like box yourself in make as much stuff as you can from all over the place and just be very open with your process. I would say. For sure. And like you alluded to earlier, you know, if you get stuck in like a rider's block or beat block, you know, just go on a drive, go do something, take your mind off of for a second and get back into it Yeah. and start with something and then something will come up. So that's definitely some good advice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of course. The next question I have for you is if you could produce for any artist or end up as a, uh, on any future project, who would it be with and why? Oh man, this is the this is the fun question. Sure. Um, I definitely have to say, bro, it has to be Kanye. Like, it has top three influences. <laughs> it has to be okay. So, top three influences would be Kanye, Tyler, Tame Impala, Kevin Parker, and then Childish Gambino would be like three and a half. So, like any one of those dudes, I I feel like low key, maybe not Tyler, just because he has his own thing, and like I don't know what I could bring to the table for him, but like right. Being in a room, just to even like be a fly on the wall, just to see how Kanye works or how Kevin Parker works or just how talented like Donald Glover is. Like, yeah. I would just, you know what I mean? More than anything, I think being in, just being in the room with those guys would just be like insane. And uh, those, those are like my dream collaborations for sure. In Nepal would be definitely pretty different too. That'd be pretty sick. Oh my Lord, dude. That is, yeah, I would say that's like within the past three years, that's been my biggest influence like by far. Um, just because like I've been listening to hip hop forever and that kind of, I discovered them with currents and that like opened my world to this like whole new sound. I'm like, wow. Like, so I try to incorporate that with my beats and some of my biggest placements have been like off of that type of sound. Um, so yeah, I would say definitely being in the room with somebody like that who just does everything themselves. and like, it's just always looking for inspiration. I definitely would like, that'd be crazy. It'd be yeah. sick. When I found you on YouTube, I saw like all these different type beats from ranging from like it'd be like Tame Impala mixed with like Baby Keem and Travis and ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Things I was like, what is going on? It's just, yeah. just so many different things. No, I appreciate that. No, yeah, yeah, that goes back to my uh, earlier point. Um, what was that? I said it's just super different. Yeah, yeah, I, that goes back to my earlier point. I would say like uh, to anybody trying to come up, um, I didn't. I just made. So I was rapping before I started producing. I, pr I wasn't even trying to do this like full time, but I was making an, I was producing an album for myself and I had all these beats laying around that were all kinds of different vibes that I couldn't necessarily work on. I was like, why don't I just try putting them on YouTube? Because I know like being an artist, I know what it's like to look for beats and release a beat and all that stuff. So I was already familiar with it. 
So I was like, let me, let me try this out. And then it just started taking steam. And then I put more focus into that. And then, you know, just started blowing up. And if you could go all the way back in my YouTube, like, bro, I have a Cardi B type beat, like from when I first started, like my top search terms are like Tame Impala, Baby Keem, Jaden Smith, ASAP Rocky, Frank Ocean, like it's all over the place. And I would say like, I think a lot of producers and creatives in general might just get stuck trying to like hold on to a niche. And uh, while that might work at some points, I would definitely stress like the opposite end, like never let that uh, box you in or anything. Just try everything because you never know. You know what I mean? My, my biggest beat that I uploaded that I got that lyrical lemonade placement with, I almost never uploaded it because it's a Tame Impala type beat. And I was uploading Kanye type beats and like ASAP Rocky. And I was like, dude, nobody's going to like this. Like, what you know I, but i was in i was on vacation in hawaii and i needed an upload because i was trying to stay consistent with my uploads and i had this ready i was just kind of like i don't know but my thinking was like i'm not that big like if i drop it and nobody listens to it whatever right. and then i dropped it i almost didn't bro i was like very very cautious and then it ends up going crazy so that's like my biggest testament to just try everything like you truly truly never know and if you could go look right now my i pinned my comment it says this isn't hip hop, but I hope you guys mess with the vibe. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just crazy to look back on it and think that like, I almost never dropped that. Like it's crazy. Yeah. No, definitely. I've talked to like but, other artists and producers before who have like had like things sitting in the vault that they didn't think anyone was going to fuck with. And then they ended up dropping it. And like, that was, the, that was like the song or yeah. you know, beat that, like put them on, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that lyrical lemonade uh, feature you're talking about the Danny Towers one? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That beat, that's the, that beat has opened a lot of doors for me. And like I said, going back to the beginning, it's like, I, I didn't have any beats, like, even remotely sounding like that before that upload. And then after that, now it's like, that, like, if I would have stuck to one niche, you know, and everything, like, yeah. all these different opportunities wouldn't have happened, you know what I mean? So, so it's just like adding that to the belt. So literally, uh, Danny Towers just DM'd me on uh, Instagram. He's like, yo, I really like this beat. Like, I need this beat. Like, whatever we got to do. And it's, like, my biggest beats. And he wanted the exclusive. And if you're a YouTube producer, you just know, like, that's, like, your baby. And it's, like, ooh, I don't know. Like, this is yeah. low-key paying the bills. Like, do I believe in this? And then so we're going back and forth for a few months. This was maybe, like, April or March oh, wow. of uh, 20, 2019. He got it, like, he asked about it, like, three months after it came out. So very, very early on, April, March 2019. And then we ended up settling on something, didn't hear back from him. And then I just, he told me about Lyrical Lemonade and I was like, yeah, all right. Like, you know, I kind of didn't believe it. And then <laughs> so the week that. of Thanksgiving, I haven't heard from him for a while. Then the week of Thanksgiving, like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving day or Tuesday, one of those days, I was with my family. And then somebody sends me a DM like, yo, did you see this? And like, yeah. And then that's the first time I heard about it. And I was like, yo, this is really happening. And then it dropped, and then I was like, my mind was blown, and like, yeah, it was just crazy after that. But that's literally how it happened. I waited for a while, and then out of the blue, it just comes out. I'm like, yo, it actually came out. Like, I can't believe it. So yeah, he just he just literally DM me, and then yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And so I guess speaking um, speaking on your like recent success, what do your next three to five years look like for you? Um. Honestly, bro, it's just building my own catalog and making music that I'm like truly proud of. Um, just keep it up with my YouTube channel, you know what I mean? For uh, keeping that avenue open, but as well as like uh, 
I just really want to sit back and have like a bunch of records that I'm proud of, you know what I mean? And just build up my catalog and just, I think that's one of my goals, especially for the next three to five years, maybe starting something bigger than myself, you know, getting into merch, um, helping out younger producers, helping out artists, like just putting together something bigger than myself that I can like look back on and just be super proud of. Um, just apart from the whole producing thing, you know, I just really want to, I want to see how I can contribute to the musical landscape, like the best way that I know how and see what I can do with my sound and how I can elevate um, other artists, other producers, just a whole bunch of things. I definitely want to give back and try to be a part of something bigger than myself. 100%. Bro. I love that you said that you want to give back to the music scene and be a part of something bigger than yourself. And I think we yeah. do things like that and pay it kind of forward that things come back to you tenfold. So that's really cool to hear. Um, well, you guys heard it here first, Pilot Kid. Uh, check him out on YouTube. Just look up Pilot Kid, pretty sure. And then yes, you can sir. follow him on Instagram uh, at Pilot Kid underscore. Uh, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. It was a great interview. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for having me. For sure, man. Let's catch you later. All right, bro. All right.